Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. Thank you to so many people who reached out recently and asked, hey, where's my podcast? I thought you were doing one a week. And that is my goal, to try to do a new one every weekend. Uh, But uh, wow, we've had a rough few months in our home. I think I've talked about it on previous podcasts. My brother-in-law passed away in May, and we went out in July for his service. And then just last week, well, I'll start from the beginning. About two weeks ago, uh, we were really noticing some weight loss in our, our little kitty, Bonnie, and just drinking a lot. And so we took her to the vet, and turns out she had end-stage kidney disease, stage four, extremely high. And just in April, she had her annual physical, and she was perfectly healthy. And the signs that we started to see the last few weeks, we thought, well, maybe she's just getting older because she's still drinking, she's still eating, still somewhat playing. But then we started to notice that that started to wane a little bit too, and it just wasn't like her. Um, Unfortunately, a week ago, yesterday, uh, we had to let her go because she was suffering so much. And... The last night, well, two nights before she passed, um, we had this nice little hurrah, if you will. She finally ate after not eating for almost four days and sat outside in one of her favorite spots, and we just did our best to love on her. But then the night before, she, um, we had a vet come to the house, which if anybody ever is has to be in this awful situation, and I never, ever wish it on any pet parents out there but um heavenly paws here in orlando winter garden dr kira could not have been more incredible um and made the whole process i mean i don't want to say easy but easier and 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 quick um and peaceful and thank you uh shout out to my dear friends sandy and donna for um for referring us to them Anyway, so it's been tough and a lot of tears and a lot of grieving. And as I was reflecting on, you know, Bonnie's life, we we had her for 18 years. I mean, she was a part of our life every day for that amount of time. And three cross-country moves and trips and different houses and apartments. And um, I was thinking about it and I was thinking about, you know, doing a podcast. And what better way to honor our sweet little Bonnie cat than to talk about her with all of you. And also, you know, when we look at the animal world, there are so many leadership lessons to be learned from our animal friends. And Bonnie was a leader in every sense of the word. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today because as I was reflecting on her life, I was actually seeing all these leadership lessons throughout her life that I I just wanted to share with all of you. Um, so I'm going to do these in a few, a few little sips about, about our sweet Bonnie cat. Sip one, don't accept labels. Bonnie was the runt of the litter, and she, a, a colleague of mine when I worked at Disneyland, 
her cat had kittens and my husband, well, he wasn't my husband at the time. We were still, we were engaged. He saw her bringing a cat, a kitten to someone else right in front of, of Team Disney Anaheim there. And he was, you know, being an animal lover as well. He was asking her, you know, oh, you have kittens? And oh, yeah, well, we only have one kitten left, but she's the run of the litter. Nobody wants her. And she's a little black cat. And, you know, weirdo people out there and their weird superstitions about black cats. So, you know, Todd and I talked about it and we were like, yeah, let's get her. And she was, she was the tiniest little kitty on the face of the planet. I mean, just so itty bitty. And she even had like a little crick in her top of her tail that was just, you know, part of who she was and just a sweet little black cat. And we had Bugsy Cat at the time. And even though she was the tiniest cat and we thought, oh, he's he's a bigger cat, we pretty sure he was Maine Coon Mix. He was a rescue, so we're not 100% sure, but um, fairly certain. Um, and we brought her home and to meet Bugsy, and we thought, oh, no, Bugsy's going to do something. He's going to, you know. No, no, it was Bonnie. She hissed. She hunched all back up, got her little Halloween cat mode going, and just did not want to have anything to do with him. And so, you know, people look at, at people, right, or animals, and they think, oh, you're tiny. You can't defend yourself. You're small. You're this. You know, you're you're the black cat. You must be this. All these labels, even, even being a female cat, there's labels about that, too. And I think Bonnie was just such an excellent example of don't let it fool you. Don't let the package fool you. That girl had a quite quite the roar. So it really wasn't the size of of her that mattered. She wore the pants and she we called her the baby girl who ruled us all in this house. And um anyway, so just don't accept labels. I think that's a good lesson from our little Bonnie cat. Second sip. Yeah, I mentioned it's not the size of the roar that counts. Um, but I think also what's so important too is you can be a mentor and be menteed. And I think that that was another lesson that we saw with Bonnie too is when she did warm up to her, her big brother, uh, Bugsy, she did, he mentored her and he definitely was the alpha in the situation. He wasn't mean to her and they loved each other and they snuggled and cuddled, but she, she emulated him. She walked around, she idolized him and everything. And then you know, Bugsy passed away in 2017, and he was 17 and a half, and she was very sad after that, and so about seven or eight months later, we decided to get two kittens, Maui and Mojo. If you follow me on Instagram, or actually follow their Instagram, you'll know they are two main, main coon kitten cats. There are three now, but they're, they're huge, and they still act like kittens, but from the beginning, you know, of course, Bonnie had to warm up to them, and that took some time. But she very quickly established herself as the alpha. And Todd and I always would talk about there's a scene in the Disney movie Zootopia where there's like the tiny little shrew and the big giant polar bears that are like the heavy and he's the godfather, the tiny little shrew. That was so Bonnie. I mean, Bonnie had these guys from like day one. She's like, no, no, I'm the boss around here and you were my minions. And they fell into line so easily and so quickly because she didn't rule with an iron tiny fist. I mean, she definitely would like bop him on the head here and there to be like, hey, what are you doing? Stop fighting. Stop stop ripping that apart. Stop, you know, doing this. She made him behave. But also then she would love on him. She would lick their head. She would groom them. She would show them that she loved them. And so when she would reproach them, it was really out of love and trying to help them be better, do better. 
And so I think what an amazing example in her for she was mentored, but then she turned around and she mentored these little these two little babies. And I think that in itself is such a great leadership lesson too. We all need that. We all need to to be mentored to be mentored and to mentor others. And you know, it's interesting too is Mojo just idolized her. Like Mojo would follow her around and he would do everything she was doing. And you could tell at first she was kind of like, all right, dude, what's your pro like what are you doing? But then another leadership lesson in that too is like you never know who's watching. You never know who's watching you. And I would say from a leadership and an integrity perspective, just assume people are always watching and always wanting to see what you're going to do and maybe even trying to be like you. So make sure that your your actions, your words, your everything is absolutely 100% always above board because you want to make sure as a leader that you're setting the right example for people around you. And she definitely set a great example for Mojo. And I remember even just in the few days leading up to her passing, you know, he would come to her bed and kind of sniff around. He, I think you could tell he knew what, there was something wrong. And he would just chirp a little bit. And then he would just sit there and look at her. And she would just kind of look at him. And this really sweet, like adoring kind of look, like I'm proud of you, you know, like – and I'm gonna, and I think she knew what was probably coming. And it's like, I'm gonna miss you. I'm proud of you. And what's interesting, just she's only been gone a week, but Mojo's still doing the things that she was doing. And so you see that mentorship play out. And that legacy lives on. And that legacy of leadership will live on past all of us, any of us. So, what kind of legacy do you wanna leave for others? And then the final thing. Bonnie certainly knew what she wanted, and she was not afraid to ask for it. And talk about a great leadership lesson for all of us, too. I think so often we don't ask for what we want. We don't have the courage to speak up for what we want because we're so afraid of what someone else is going to say, what someone else is going to react to. We worry, 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 or we assume the worst. We assume, oh, well, they'll never give it to me, or oh, they'll never understand, or oh, they'll think X, Y, and Z of me. Well, Bonnie knew exactly what she wanted, and she wasn't afraid to ask for it and when. So when she wanted a treat, she came and found us. She led us to the treat jar or, or treat cupboard and meowed. And I was like, yeah, I want a treat now. Thank you. <laughs> and, and people are probably hearing this go, oh, well, just like a cat. And it's like, yeah, but there's a, there's a leadership lesson for that, right? She, she wanted a treat. She asked for it, and she got it. Same thing with when she wanted to be cuddled. She she never liked to be held. She didn't like to be picked up. She was like that from the time she was tiny. So we respected that. But she was very much a lap cat. And she used to crawl up on Todd when he'd lay on the couch and lay on his chest. And, and she always la- laid on my lap when I was either in bed watching TV or on the couch watching TV. And But it was always on her terms. When she wanted to come up there and lay on our lap and cuddle, we were there and we gave her gave her attention. When she was done, she was done and she would leave. So a lot of people, you know, diss cats for that. And it's like, I respect cats for who they are. One, when you earn their trust, it means a heck of a lot more. And they, when they, when they trust you, that's an amazing thing. And two, I think we should be more like that too. It's like, we ask for what we want and when we want it. And there's nothing wrong with that because none of that was malicious, what Bonnie was doing. She just was like, okay, now I know when I need my me time, when I need to go into my, my warm beds, my little heated beds around the house, and just go and, and take a nap by myself. And I think so often we either don't ask for what we want or we don't listen to what we need. And we 
don't make the me time for ourselves. We don't go and take the nap or take the few moments away to do something that's going to comfort us. We don't, we're not good at self-care, right? Am I right? I'm raising my hand. I know that I could be a lot better about that. And boy, Bonnie could really teach us about that. So anyway, I just, I wanted just to share with all of you this amazing little life that made such a huge impact on me. Not a little life. She was a tiny cat, but she lived a very big life for 18 years, and she was a part of our everyday. And I just encourage all of you, too, if you have an animal in your life, or you know, love on them so much and, and give them the best home. But also, I think it's amazing if you look hard enough where you find lessons about leadership. And I know that Bonnie, her little soul was set free from her, her ailing and pained body, and we'll miss her so, so, so much more than anything every day, I'm sure. And there'll be lots more stories that we'll keep sharing. And when you lose a fur baby, so many people focus on the fact that you gave them such a wonderful life. And I appreciate that. So make no mistake. But I want to just honor the fact that she taught us so, so much. And we learned so much from her, too, and the life that she led. And... Gosh, I'm going to miss her so much every single day. And I, But I take comfort. I have faith that, you know, she's with her brother again and that we will see her again. And just she's such a great example, too, of a life well lived and a legacy well left. And don't we all just hope for something like that? How What will our legacy look like when we've moved on or passed on? Where are the lessons and leadership imprints that we're going to make on others? Goodbye, my sweet girl. I love you forever. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.